Liz, you're here.
Hey there. Liz? Hi. Hi. I didn't I didn't realize that my microphone was I, I didn't have my camera on. Oh like can you, you hear me? I, yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can, but Good. I you know since I got this uh, new webcam doesn't always default to the right microphone. Okay. Right. I understand that. Well, now I have all these options and I don't even understand all of them. Well, if you want, we could, we could practice that another time. I'm easily confused. Oh, there's Teresa. Oh yeah. Sorry. Am I in the right, am I, <laughs> am I in the right place? <laughs> Bar. Okay. I'm going to make you, oh, moved. I'm making calls. I am the co-host now. Thank you. I'm Michael. We met in an email. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Um, I'm just going to test a couple things to make sure I can share my screen. Yep. Let's make sure my drawing view works. Yeah, cool. Nice. So I so you can have two webcams going at the same time and just toggle between them. Yeah. So in like you know how in Zoom, um, yeah. it it has uh, that little kind of arrow next to sure. stop video. video, and so yeah. you can select a camera. And so I have a this is a document camera that I've connected um, awesome. to my laptop, and then I can just switch between my FaceTime camera and and the document camera. Yeah, okay. so you got you just got a web webcam. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I had one built into my piece into my laptop, and it was kind of crappy. Oh but, yeah. So I have one that just clips on top uh, of my monitor, but I also have a little tripod. Oh, nice. Cool. Just gonna, yeah, we've uh, usually we start like around eight oh three, just to give stragglers a little. Yeah. A little space. I'll say a few words about saw, and then sounds good. We'll make sure I have all my supplies nearby. Oh, my pencil sharpener. Ordinary pencil. Super pencil. Oh, wow. You see, I, I can, I can make them like that. Oh, wow. So is that for shading? Like I use it for my colored pencils and everything. I'm just gonna do this one. That's it. Oh, neat. Yeah, yeah. So is that especially useful for shading and like kind of getting a big, broad, um, shadowy area? 
is that a special pencil sharpener that does such a big it's terrific right oh it's called afmat Af AFMAT, yes. Oh, AFMAT. Okay, cool. AFMAT. And it's it's plastic and it holds it by itself. Like I could here, there's a broken one. Put it in there. It holds it. Oh, cool. <laughs> Three, four, five, six, seven. And then I back it up and then I wait. Pull it out. Oh, that one. The other pencil only requires seven. Seven. <laughs> this one I don't know. It's a different one. Here, let me see. And it's specific to make the lead long. What? It's specific to make the lead, the lead long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Oh. This isn't. This isn't as long as it goes. Here, look. You can make it even longer. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But you could like, you could do that with an exacto knife too, no? Yeah, but yeah, but, but then <laughs> it's it's not as fast. It's oh. not it's not as even. You want speed? And yes, action. I do. I have how many pencils here? I've and got... besides, it's a new toy. It's a new toy. It's easier because it collects all of the shavings. I'm not gonna cut myself. <laughs> so whole thing. This one is more fun because I get to turn this. Kind of like you're at school again. <laughs> yeah, that is more fun. And and really, uh, when I do an exacto, it's always like one side is too flat, and I'm like, oh, damn it. You know, I don't know. Anyway, woohoo! It's not expensive. It was maybe fifteen dollars, I think. Oh, and you can get an electric one too. I didn't want to use batteries or, or electric. I just wanted to exercise my hand. <laughs> Do you remember this when we went to high school? They had like the one from the 1950s, you know? The yeah. Metal I had it until I moved. Yeah. I gave it up. Stupid. I did a charcoal of one of those like a couple of years ago. The best thing I did ever did as a mother was to get an electric pencil sharpener because <laughs> I have three kids and it's like I was forever like sharpening pencils for them until <laughs> until we got that and it's like oh this is so much better yeah <laughs> it's very easy for your pencils to go down from that to that in a heartbeat though right because yeah. that's fun too could you say those noises again, Liz? Like that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like a juicer, you know? Juicer. Right? It's like my brother with the carrots. Give me another one! Give me another one! <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is really bizarre because I'm looking at Amazon.ca and they only have electric. Oh, ask that. Oh, you know, oh, it's, isn't that something? Yeah, it is. Put in manual. I'm seeing some manual ones that, but they're not AFMAT. They're a different, different brand. I can't stand that when you put in what you know you want and they don't let you see it. I know. It's I could send you the link if you want. 
Yeah, but you're probably you're in the states, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, so that'll oh. be uh, maybe that'll be Canadians bit. don't deserve that somehow. <laughs> I know. You know, you're exactly right. I had <laughs> my um. I, I buy stuff for other people in different places, and the the last address was uh, for for France. And then when I went to look on uh, on Amazon for my usual stuff, I didn't see it. It didn't come up, and I had to change the address. And when I changed the address, there's so much more available. Yeah. It's the same with our Costco's. Our Costco's do not sell the same stuff as as in the states. There's lots of stuff in in your Costco's that we don't have in ours, like alcohol <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, there's there's uh, quite oh a yeah. Well, there was that whole fiasco when we got Target here in Canada, and nothing was good in it yeah. <laughs> compared really? to the targets in the states. Yeah. Oh yeah. Our when we tried to have a Target here, that was an absolute. I live like on the west coast in BC, and that was a disaster. The one in Victoria, the shelves were were practically empty for weeks and weeks that I don't know what what happened there and then then that was kind of the end of that we thought oh yeah you know a target that'll be you know, nope that didn't happen oh I'm, I'm in Victoria too Audrey oh just for the just for the weekend though but I oh. remember when target did that they miscalculated the Canadian audience that's why yeah yeah that was too bad where are you when you're not in Victoria Vancouver uh we just came to Oak Bay Hotel for the weekend. Oh, nice. I love Vancouver. Yeah. I love both Vancouver and Victoria. You're in Calgary, the island. Right? I'm in Calgary, yes. <laughs> cold, cold. It, not bad cold. today, but yeah, <laughs> generally cold, cold. Well, looks like I have, if I want an aft map, I have to get an electrical one, or I have to get an exacto knife. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. There was one even. There was a, a one like this that was uh, shaped like a an old camera, an old box camera. Oh, I was oh, yeah, gonna get fun. that one because it just looked so cool. Oh yeah, here's one. It says a long point pencil sharpener. That's coming from far away because it's going to take a long time to get here. Oh, well, you never had it before. So what? why not wait? Because I'm impatient and I have Amazon Prime and I don't want to wait. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. That's, that's just a silliness. But I like the idea of a long... Uh... I didn't really know I wanted it until I saw the video. There was a video in a review. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the way it usually goes. You never know what you need until you see that you need it. <laughs> Let's give people just a couple more minutes. Uh Join and then we'll start. Yeah. I think Tom will always give people a couple of minutes. 
I'm always late to these. <laughs> can you hear can you hear the wind howling outside my window? I hear it. No. No. It's like a horror movie. screens full of people. Oh, no. I don't see any kids yet. <laughs> oh, I see a kid. <laughs> There's a kid. My kids were in the room until just a few minutes ago. <laughs> oh, there's a kid. <laughs> a kid. I see Jeannie. Not that I'm a kid. <laughs> yeah, but now you're Jean. Ooh. Like, who's Jean? So happy to see so <laughs> many uh, so many people from Canada here. <laughs> and of course, everyone else. Mouse. I'm just going to uh, uh, recite a little uh, introduction, pretend that, that I've memorized this and I'm not reading from script, okay. Um, hi everybody, welcome to the Soft Friday Night Workshops. We're honored the Believer helped us take these over. We hope you have a good time enjoying some creative community building and art making. Um, SAW, which stands if you're new, stands for the Sequential Artist Workshop, is a school with loads of online courses you can see. I'm going to paste this into chat with all the links if you want to follow them. Um, we hope you'll share the work that you make today on social media with the hashtag Friday Night Comics. And also, please tag us at Comics Workshop. Don't worry, I'm going to put this in the chat. And you can also join hundreds of people sharing their work at our free members site, which is an alternative to Facebook, which is members.solvecomics.org. But don't worry, I'm going to put this in chat. Uh, and you can find um, the video archives of all of these workshops at the link that's going to appear shortly in chat. At our next workshop is going to be Recovering Memory with Jet Allen, and that's going to be on January 21st. And you'll be able to sign up on the on the SAW site or in the link that will appear shortly in the chat. SAW uh, Comics is a is a 501c3 nonprofit. And we thrive on your support and donations. You can support these workshops, plus the many, many ways 
in which we strive to meet our mission of training and supporting graphic novelists. Um, and now I'm going to paste that with all the links of this chapter. Here we go. Of Bogota, wow. But chat. All right, I'll figure that out later. Let me introduce Teresa Wong, who is leading our Drawing Clothes workshop. Teresa Wong is author of the graphic novel, Dear Scarlet, story of my postpartum depression. Her comics have appeared in The Rumpus and Event. 2021-22, Canadian writer in residence at the University of Calgary. Thank you so much. Um, and I just want to thank Saw for uh, inviting me here tonight because, uh, you know, I, I've been part of the Believer workshops in the past and as uh, a presenter, but also as an attendee. And, you know, the Friday night comics um, workshops have been a huge part of the way that I've gotten through this pandemic, um, just having um, this regular drawing time has really helped me because uh, I, I don't know about all of you, but it's been hard to be creative. It's been hard to um, generate stuff because you know your mind just feels wild the whole time. And um, just this chance to sit down every Friday night or almost every Friday night with a community of like-minded people who just want to draw and share um, has been so heartwarming and um, I just love it. So <laughs> thanks. And uh, I hope you have fun tonight. Um, we're going to be drawing clothes and uh, I'm just going to share a really short presentation. I hope you're not here to learn how to draw clothes better because I don't think I can teach that. <laughs> Although I'm confident that there are probably um, some good workshops through SAW that you can take to learn that. Um, I'm a self-taught um, illustrator. I, I actually am totally uncomfortable calling myself an illustrator most of the time because uh, I'm a writer. Uh, who just happened to draw a graphic memoir um, because my illustrator friend who I wanted to collaborate with me um, told me no. He said, you know, your memoir is about postpartum depression. It's your personal story. It has to come from your own hand. And um, I was scared to put my work out there. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and, and knew that, you know, the way that I drew wasn't maybe the best, um, but I'm just really happy that people have responded to it and, um, and have um, kind of embraced my drawings, even when they're a little bit wonky. Um, and you'll see they're even wonkier than this um, when we start drawing tonight. So um, uh, like Michael said, uh, I wrote a book called Dear Scarlet, the story of my postpartum depression um, back in 2019. And, uh, and then um, since then have been trying to, I guess, teach myself how to become a cartoonist <laughs> and mostly, mostly succeeding. Um, I've gotten some comics into The Believer um, and The Rumpus uh, 
And then in November, I actually had a gag cartoon um, published in The New Yorker for the first time. And so that was a really exciting highlight. And, and um, I do a lot of workshops uh, like this one um, where uh, I, I lead people in comics drawing um, and not as an expert, but more as a, hey, if I can do it, you can too. <laughs> um, and uh, like Michael said, I'm also the writer in residence this year at the University of Calgary. And if you like this workshop and you haven't seen um, the past ones through The Believer uh, and, a, and a couple of other ones that I've done and, and you just want to, you know, have a drawing time with me further, um, you can check out my website at bytreesalong.com. The other thing that I've been doing during the pandemic um, is I started a Substack newsletter and, and this is how I actually started drawing clothes. Um, it, it, it was just a, on a lark, really. I, I had stopped buying clothes because I thought, well, I'm at home all the time. I've always, you know, I, I wanted to try a, a no shopping year and, uh, and kind of live a more sustainable life. Um, however, I was also missing wearing clothes. Like, I mean, I was wearing clothes, but, <laughs> but not like fun clothes. <laughs> and, uh, and so I was missing kind of the items that were sitting in my closet. And um, I decided, well, why don't I start a newsletter um, so that I could draw what was in my closet, as well as um, write a little bit about, you know, what that clothing meant to me in my life. Um, and honestly, I thought maybe I'd like publish like 10 of them or 20 and, and I'd be done because, you know, how much can you possibly have to say about clothes? But it turned out that I had so much to say about clothes. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm not a fashionista or a fashion blogger or whatever. It, it's more about um, what, uh, how I use clothes to express myself, uh, what clothing means to me, the choices that I make um, around clothing. And so um, here are some examples of the clothes that I've drawn. Um, I, I think I'm up to all, I can't remember how many newsletters I've written now, but over 50. And, um, and you know, I've covered topics from you know, just being an 80s kid and how much 80s style has still continues to still influence my choices in life. Um, I can't pass up anything neon sometimes. <laughs> I just love it so much. Um, over to, you know, the in the bottom left corner here, um, that's the blazer I put on the day after um, Trump won the election in 2016. And it was kind of symbolic to me and, and how, you know, I felt crushed, but, you know, I, I wanted to wear something that um, showed that I wasn't completely defeated either. Um, or um, on the right there, I've got a pair of jeans that I've been um, getting holes in the knees and, and mending over time and, and trying to, you know, kind of learn what kind of life I can live by repairing instead of going out and buying new stuff. Um, and then the, the bonnet there is, is just a, an item I saw when I was in Amish country in 2019. And I so wanted it and I did not buy it because I thought 
you know, I'm going to look stupid. Like, why would I wear a bonnet? Where would I wear this to? But I think about it almost every month, which is really funny to me. <laughs> um, and so, you know, clothing, whether you, um, whether you say you care about it or not, everyone has an opinion about the clothes that they wear. And we do use it to express ourselves, even if it's to express that we don't care about clothing. <laughs> and so um, doing the newsletter has taught me that. And, and I feel like it's really fun also to draw clothes. They, they kind of, when you draw, draw them, they, they tend to look a little bit alive. And, um, and I love that about it. And so I also wanted to show you some inspiration um, that's, you know, inspired me in terms of people who have drawn clothing. Um, these uh, images are by Myra Kalman, um, the illustrator and author as well. And uh, I just love how, you know, it, when you draw clothing, it doesn't have to look perfect. Um, in fact, when it doesn't, it, it's kind of more charming um, in a way. And, uh, and then um, Julia Rothman, who, who is another um, illustrator, she's based in New York. Um, the, the, this example is uh, from a, a New Yorker um, comic that she did about um, mask wearing, like in the early days of the pandemic before we were told that these aren't high quality masks. <laughs> but, <laughs> But again, you know, really fun. Um, I, I love her style and, and the colors too. Um, and uh, a Canadian, uh, Sarah Lazaro Lazarovic, um, who wrote uh, a whole book, but I think it came out of a, a comic that she did called A Bunch of Pretty Things I Did Not Buy. And um, she was one of the people who inspired me to do a kind of shopping fast and uh instead of buying things um that she she wanted and and loved um she decided that drawing them was a good way of kind of owning them without owning them <laughs> and without impacting the planet you know in a in a negative way you know, in terms of carbon footprint and so um i i just love that idea and, and i've done that too um, in my newsletter is sometimes I'll just, you know, I'll see stuff online that looks great and I want to buy it, but then I, I decide, well, why don't I draw it instead? And there's some, there's a, the same feeling of, of ownership and, and connection that you get from drawing a piece of clothing um, as you have wearing it, I think. And so um, really inspirational and, uh, I encourage you to check out um, Sarah's Sarah's comic. Um, a bunch of things, I, a bunch of pretty things I did not buy. And then, because all the examples I've shown so far were in color, I, I just wanted to show something black and white. And I thought this is a fun comic by Sarah Anderson um, that just uh, compares uh, uh, men's clothing to women's clothing. <laughs> And the fact that almost all women's clothing is super uncomfortable in some way <laughs> and it lacks pockets. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, um, but anyways, uh, yeah, lots to lots of inspiration out there. And, and as you see here, you know, Sarah's not um, really uh, 
drawing super hyper realistically or anything but she gives you the sense of the clothing just the same and and uh, it's very inspiring to me so tonight um i would like us all to make a comic about um an item of clothing or several if if you want um and I thought that I'd give a few prompts just in case you don't have any ideas, but you know, feel free to diverge from this list if, if you want. Um, you could write about a favorite item of clothing or something that you've just been you know, loving recently. Um, you could write about something you didn't buy um, and uh, maybe why or why not. Uh, you could write about what you've been wearing during the pandemic. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I'm going to show you what I'm going to draw and, and I have a, a little story about that. But, uh, you know, we've, we've all um, reverted to certain or we all have favorite things that we wear all the time um, and we might not even like them, but we rely on them. And so that's what I think of as pandemic wear. Um, or a cool outfit from the past, you know, something you wore as a child, uh, as a teenager, as an early adult, um, just, you know, some, an, an outfit that always made you feel good or um, special in a way. Or um, if you're inspired by, you know, something you saw on a TV show or a movie, um, those are also fun to draw. I drew uh, for my newsletter uh, an outfit that um, Molly Ringwald, Ringwald wore in um, The Breakfast Club because I've always loved that outfit. And if I could find it right now, I'd wear it. <laughs> and I, uh, it, it's just, you know, something that has stuck in my mind for like 30 years and, and I can't shake it. And, and there's something meaningful and interesting about that too. So I'm just going to stop sharing the screen. I hope, you know, you don't need to see these prompts, but if you, if you want, I can put them in the chat after. Um, but uh, I'm going to switch over to our drawing view. And make sure it's not upside down. And uh, why don't we just start with a really quick warm up just so that, you know, we've shaken the, our hands out and uh, gotten a few lines down. Um, I always love doing Linda Berry's blind drawing exercises as warm ups. And so I'd like to do one of those tonight. And I'm just gonna give us all a minute on my timer here. And uh, I would like us to draw a uh, queen, however you want to interpret that. So you've got, I hope, uh, pen, paper, pencil, paper. Um, and with your eyes closed, starting right now, let us draw a queen. I'm going to draw Queen Elizabeth because. I am Canadian and she is our head of state. Sorry, did you say with our eyes closed? Yes, eyes closed, um, 
do your best you know it's the best thing about blind drawing is that um you can't really do it wrong <laughs> and with your eyes closed you can't really judge what you're doing and so um it kind of makes it extra fun i can't remember i think i'm just gonna put her in a kind of like a long skirt suit she seems to wear those a lot in favor pastel colors right um, i'm gonna put her in sensible low heels because she is getting up there in age um but maybe put a scepter in her hand just for fun okay so check the time and time is up love for you to hold up your pictures of your queen <laughs> just so i can see oh that's great i love them and you know one great thing about drawing um blind is also you you're proving to yourself that you can draw right like even if you don't feel like you can draw anyone who looks at the picture you've produced even if you think it is hideous <laughs> everyone would be able to tell that's a queen you know like from the smallest kid to the oldest adult so all right feel good um let us start our comic then so um, usually I like to do four panel comics, but this is all totally up to you, but I will just time for four panels. Uh, oh, what is in Queen Elizabeth's hand? In my drawing, it was uh, supposed to be a scepter, but it looks more like a really tall lollipop. <laughs> so yeah, not successful. And she's definitely not in her shoes or on her legs, but um you can still tell it's a queen i think all right so we're gonna do four panels and i'm just gonna give us uh should i be nice yeah probably right <laughs> i think uh give us four minutes a panel actually let's make that three we're working fast here we're not aiming for perfection we're just looking for uh, a fun story to tell about clothes. And so for the, I'm just gonna sketch out my panels. Um, I usually sketch panels with a post-it note just to make it easier um, and to get kind of roughly the same shape and size panels. And um, if you have colors, like uh, I, I, coloring um, tools, um, drawing clothes, when you color them, um, they actually look really great and, and much uh, more vibrant and more accurate. And so um, feel free to get out coloring supplies as well. I'm just going to do a black and white one. All right. Okay. 
So I'm going to put three minutes on the timer and uh, yeah, I hope you re remember the prompts, but if you don't, they are either a favorite item of clothing, something you didn't buy, pandemic wear, a cool outfit from the past, or clothing from a TV show or movie. Oh, right. I was going to actually show you what I was going to draw. Um, I'm just going to go back to my speaker view real quick and, or my um, face view. Um, this is my uh, greatest buy ever. Uh, <laughs> after I stopped my shopping fast, this is the first thing I bought. Um, it's a pair of jeans that look like jeans because they've been printed like jeans but they're actually sweatpants <laughs> and so they feel like sweatpants they look like jeans they are the most amazing thing and I'm gonna draw about them <laughs> and I've got them here actually as a reference and if you need to pull up a photo reference or you know quickly grab something from your closet feel free all right back to the drawing view Therese, are you able to paste those prompts into chat just for people like oh, me? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I will. Somebody already put them in the chat. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. Uh -huh. Well, uh, you know what? I will put them in any There they are. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Just so that we have them. All right. So I've got three minutes on the timer and let's start drawing the first panel. So when I do my drawings for my substack, I, I generally start with the outlines of the clothes um, just to get their general shapes in. And there are resources out there um, online that talk about you know how you draw the drape of fabric and things like that but uh again i'm i'm that stuff is kind of a mystery to me <laughs> but uh it is possible to draw really realistic clothes um unfortunately that's not what you're gonna get from me tonight <laughs> I do find if you just yeah put in kind of um, places where seams actually are um, and try to pay attention to kind of smaller details 
um, that can really help. Okay, we've got just 30 seconds left on, on this panel. I know I said that thing about coloring and, and then totally did not bring supplies. All right, time's up. So second panel, I'm gonna put another, um, was three minutes too short? Do y'all y'all feel like that was a little bit short? Should I give us an extra minute or half a minute? Okay, Taylor says four. <laughs> we'll split the difference, okay? I'll give you an extra 30 seconds. <laughs> Three minutes and 30 seconds. Okay, let's go on panel two. So whenever I give workshops, I actually um, try not to plan too far, too much in advance, the comments that I'm making, because I kind of want to be in the same boat as, as you are. Um, but now I realize that I, I want to write the word tromploy, um, but I have no clue how to spell it. <laughs> so I'm going to do my best. <laughs> And anyone who knows French, and if I do it wrong, uh, please point it out. There we go, Trump. I think this is right. <laughs> I don't know.
what I love about drawing clothing too is like you really look at the clothes and suddenly you notice all these tiny details like that um, that are part of your clothing that you've never really seen before like how they attach belt loops and things like that All right, we've got only a few seconds left. Okay, and time's up. Oh, you know, I got Trump Lawyer wrong. Oh, thank you. <laughs> how, did they, how did a you get in there? How do I fix this? Okay, there, is that right? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Ready for your next paddle? Paddle three. Here, I'm going to go for a full body shot of me. All right, let's start.
Okay, we've got just five seconds left. Okay. And final panel. I like doing yeah these kind of quick time panels just because at the end of it all, you know, in basically like less than 15 minutes, you'll have a full comic done. And it might not be like the best comic, but uh, it uh, it is existing. And so um, it's something that you can work with and change up and, and um, finesse and stuff. But uh, the, the important thing to me often is just to get a first draft down and get something down on on paper and out of your head. Okay, and last one. And I'm gonna start the time again. Let's go. I drew that really fast. We've got 45 seconds left.
Okay, and time's up. Okay, so yeah, you can see my finished comic here. Um, these pants would be great at fooling everyone if I would just quit telling everyone that they were sweatpants. <laughs> and so that's that's the story of my trompe jeans. Um, we have time for sharing, and I would love to see um, you share here. And also, like Michael said, um, afterwards, if you don't share here, or even if you do, we'd love to see you share um, online with the hashtag Friday Night Comics. And um, this is my Instagram handle. I'd love it if you could tag me just so I could see them. And uh, this is the Instagram handle for Saw. And so um, Michael's gonna just look for people to raise their hands through Zoom. Um, so you can do that under the reactions button. Um, and then he'll call on you and uh, can't wait to see your clothes. How about uh, Hannah, Dean? Can you unmute yourself? Sure. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Well, this is about uh, an outfit I used to wear in college, and it starts with those bell-bottom jeans. Oh, oh, those are awesome. <laughs> which were ripped and patched, and then I patched the patches, it's and my mom hated them. And one day I came home, and they were simply gone. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, then there were those hippy dippy earrings, which were like down to the floor, <laughs> but that's how I kind of remember them. And uh, well-worn boots for trucking and a bandana for those bad hair days. Which oh, really I love that. That's, <laughs> and your style is perfect for the style of clothing as well <laughs> right. I could just see that all I you know I hope you color that comic because I could see that yeah, being, like, super beautiful thank you I see uh someone named Lori Fultz okay so um when I was a kid I wanted an outfit just like Jeannie from ID Jeannie TV show <laughs> So I used to watch it and draw everything in detail and then show it to my grandmother so oh, she could amazing. make it correctly for me. And then but the hardest was the hat, but I decided to make the hat myself. And I had to come up with the, the uh, pattern for it. And then I even found a hair piece to go oh with my it. goodness oh that's you know, wonderful i was just so <laughs> thrilled and then the bottle that i used to use for my genie bottle was a salad, salad dressing <laughs> before i got the real thing <laughs> oh i love how uh yeah that you remember so much of the detail after all these years i mean that's what drawing does too right but yeah well <laughs> i used to try to make it. yeah genie comics so that's probably part of the reason why <laughs> But I was obsessed with the costume. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh -huh. about Audrey? Hi there. So I just sort of worked on coloring it while I was waiting. But this is sort of a, 
what I don't wear at the top. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> and then what I would wear. And then I would I wear something fancy? And that would be a big fat no. Give me baggy any day. Nice. <laughs> Comfort, right? Yeah. No, I love and I love how the you got the drape of the clothing like you can really feel the, the the drape of the baggy clothing that's that's great okay thanks ashley hello all right Hi. um it might be hard to see but it's pretty much um like the dragon onesie that I wore during the start of the pandemic <laughs> so my friend and I um did like a car kind of breakfast thing where like um, like every week, like once a week, we would do breakfast, uh, together and just wear our wackiest clothes. And then one time, um, her battery died and that's when it ended it was like after her battery died, um, her car battery and, uh, the guy like came out and we were like, <laughs> wackiest clothes. So yeah, sorry. It's hard to see, but no, it's great. It's great. And I love this story. I, <laughs> I hope you color yours too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think that dragon onesie would be great in color. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for sharing. Thank you. <laughs> Lana? Sorry, I had to meet my sister. We're on FaceTime while we do this. Um, okay, so this is story. Um, once upon a time, I bought a fringed black bustier at a rag stock in San Francisco. Wow. Absolute favorite thing to wear to clubs and tea dances. That's me. Um, it was also my New Year's Eve, my go-to New Year's Eve outfit. That's the back of it. <laughs> and then the last time I wore it was New Year's Eve 2000. Now it lives in a box on my closet's top shelf. I think sometime this year I will give it to my 14-year-old daughter. I didn't get to finish here, but I think that she's ready. Oh, Oh, I love that. And, and I love the fringe. Like you can really, I can feel that fabric just looking at your drawing. Yes. Yeah. Just, just, it was like the, it was like that magic thing that you could put on and you felt ready to go out. Yeah, that's awesome. About Thank Libby you. So when I was four, I wanted to be a bride. So I was picturing this dress. Mm -hmm. And then um, my mother was a real expert at improvising and making do. So she made me a veil out of a really old net curtain with a hairband shoved through it. I realized <laughs> it doesn't even have any sewing. <laughs> and I was a very happy bride in many family photos. <laughs> And I still have the veil. Oh my goodness. You have oh I didn't my draw it super well, but there it is. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, I'm so glad you kept it. Me too. <laughs> that's great. Thanks for sharing. Michael Wu. Uh, Hi, Michael. Yes. Hello. 
Um, so for men, a challenge is the ties are becoming obsolete. So <laughs> what I, let's see if you can see this. The first panel says the problem with wearing a tie is that the, uh, a properly knotted tie can get too tight at the neck. So a better solution, as you can see, is to get is to ditch the shirt and just wear the tie without any shirt. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. I love the purple and the tie too. Yeah. Well, I almost did a red tie, but I thought there was the wrong connotation. So yeah, I'm right. Gotcha. Thanks. Oh. Thanks. Jeannie, were you sure? Hi, Jeannie. <laughs> You're still muted, Jeannie. I don't know where I am or where I went. All right. So, uh, this is the, this mm -hmm. is that um, my uh, what my cartoon character wore in the 1980s, and she wore that every day and everywhere. Uh, it's a close-up, and it was also a dress I could wear then, but not now. And this is Dee Dee. That's my cartoon's char character's name. This is Dee Dee, dressed as me. And this is me today. <laughs> this is me today. <laughs> oh, I love it. And I love the drape on, in that first panel, the draping of the oh, dress, too. no, you yeah. said that, and I thought, hey, I could put a little shadow in. Yeah, no, it works great. <laughs> Thank you. How about Jared? Hi. Yay. I think it's a store. Okay. Uh, a clothing store, and someone goes into the store and um, buys some clothes, right? Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, you drew nice. a lot of different clothes. That's a, that's a real challenge. You you met it. <laughs> you love the colors too. Really nice work. Yeah, no, it's great work. Beautiful. Um, cool. Uh, Michael, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Okay. There. I didn't know whether whether she was gonna walk us through it or not. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Hello. Uh so here's mine. Um and uh Let's see. Uh, my friend sent me a gift when I wasn't feeling well. So I had the gift and then I opened it and uh, the most wonderful soft item was inside and it was uh, a Keith Herring bathrobe. Can't that see I... it. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a Keith Herring oh, wow. that's covered in all of his artwork, but it is also just like you fall into it and it's amazing. Oh, lovely. Oh, I love that. I actually wrote a little bit about that in my um, newsletter too, about how it's so hard to buy clothing as gifts, right? Because like, 
people have really specific tastes, but it sounds like your friend really knows you. <laughs> I also just feel like a bathrobe is the perfect gift because even if somebody doesn't like it, it's like, I might, you might try yeah, it Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's, it's a not, it's, you're not forcing someone to wear something out that they might not wear. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I have definitely worn it to take stuff, like take out the trash. Oh yeah. I never thought I would do I it. I think anymore. you could totally wear that out anywhere, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's Keith Herring. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Teresa, we've had a few questions earlier about how to see your newsletter. Oh, um, it's just, uh, I'll, I'll put it in the, um, put in it the in chat. The, yeah, chat here. How about Monique? Uh, hey, Teresa. Monique. So I am also showing off what my favorite article of clothing is, kind of like the bathrobe, but it's like a big oversized winter coat of fake fur. So <laughs> thing I, it's my favorite article of clothing is my huge coat. Um, and I got, I used crayons for the coloring from my partner's mom. It was a great Christmas present. Oh, nice. <laughs> so the next panel says I am a very small person and it's me next to someone <laughs> else. <laughs> when I put on the coat, I turn into an enormous intimidating bear monster. <laughs> Here's the same I love it. And yeah, I, you know, clothing totally makes you feel a certain way, right? It can act as armor almost. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thanks, Calvin. Hi. Hello. This is this is Calvin. And what it says is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> "Hey, why do you look like you're having a seizure?" Actually, it, it's an itchy sweater <laughs> in a uh -huh. box. Says, don't wear sweaters. Yeah, I forget the name of, but one of the cartoonists you showed was an inspiration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is mine. I got inspired by my stylish nine year old. So <laughs> that's me and him. Oh, anyway, I love thank it. You. I love, yeah, both pieces are great. I, I love hey, the buddy. itchy sweater cartoon. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel you. I hate itchy sweaters too. Better. <laughs> I think we have time for maybe two or three more. How about Jenny? Hi, Jenny. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I drew something that I really want to buy. Um, and I've been wanting to buy it since it was regular price. And then when I was drawing this, I noticed it's 25% off and it's still exorbitantly expensive. Um, <laughs> 429. Okay. So it's 70% alpaca, which I think means it's not itchy. Um, and I love Fair Isle. So my comic is all of the places that I think I would wear this sweater. All right. Number one, après ski. Nice. <laughs> That's me on the chocolate. Okay. Number three, in front of a cozy fireplace. Love it. And my tea. And then, of course, finally on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, why even get dressed if you're I not going to show it on Instagram, right? I know. And here <laughs> I've shown that I've 
gotten 10,000 likes. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like you made your decision. <laughs> yeah. And okay, like, I don't know how I drew my face. It's so creepy. So let's just... <laughs> Um, yeah, that's no, my comment. that's great. Thank you for sharing. And I hope even if you don't buy it, that you feel like you own it now because you have a comic about it. <laughs> I really want <laughs> Okay, so I drew my daily clothing dilemma. Oh wow. Look at me that. staring at the items. It's just clothes just choose oh, I love the pattern that you put on those sweaters they're the identical thing with sweaters they just have you know two different colors same pattern <clears throat> so to avoid decision fatigue smart people I mean men wear the same thing every day and that is supposed to be um Steve Jobs and Obama <laughs> who were known for doing this and the only woman I could think of who dressed uh, very the nice. same every day was Iris. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, I love Iris. Um, and Myra Coleman wears kind of the same thing too every day. <laughs> Hi, Yvonne. Hi. Hi, Yvonne. Um, I had this ama amazingly amazing dress I loved, I got in sixth grade. Oh. And it was red and it had yellow daisies on it. Um, and that I went shopping, my mom's, this dress is too expensive. I said, but I want it. And then I put it on and she was like, hmm, uh, but mom, it looks so good. So uh, 25 years later, I was going out with this guy and we were going to Italy to a friend of mine's wedding. And I said, mom, look, I said, Tom, look what I'm going to wear to Adam's wedding in Italy. And then we missed the boat. <laughs> <laughs> so on the way, it was in Venice and we, we were late. We ended up being really late. And on the boat, I was like, we missed the first boat. We're going to miss the wedding. And I'm crying and he doesn't really care. He goes, oh, well, because he, oh. he didn't want to go. <laughs> Talk about a dress with stories though, hey? <laughs> That's impressive yeah. that you were able to keep it for so long, too. Yeah, I still have it. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. So, Teresa, do you have time for a few more shows? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to stay on if, if you are. Yeah. I, I love seeing all these stories and all these clothes. It's especially, yeah, the ones from the past, too, are. All right. Um, let's go to Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi. I did. Uh, I had a uh, a sweater and a skirt that I got when I was a kid, and it says, uh, "I well, I can't read it backwards here, but anyway, um, I loved it. It kept me warm, and I was always cold, um, and." Uh, you know, I played the cello and you could, you know, you, when you play the cello, you have to spread your legs apart, you know, to hold the instrument. And I, it even kept me warm then. But then when I outgrew it, I was just devastated. It was like, oh no, how can it be? You know, I can't bear to give it away. So that's, that's oh, my 
Yeah, the clothing you have, the the clothing you love as a kid, it's really hard when you can't wear it anymore. <laughs> I'm glad you've drawn it, though. I I feel like you know, I feel like I can like that that it's part of all of us now. <laughs> Thanks. This was fun. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Hi. Hi. So I have this jacket I found a long time ago in San Francisco. Um, it became my almost famous Penny Lane jacket. Oh, I love the sleeves and the collar. <laughs> um, yeah, my Penny Lane jacket transporting me back to almost famous. And I have found it in a thrift store in San Francisco, and it's made out of scrap jeans. Huh. This magical jacket makes me feel playful and it lights up every room it ventures into. Fucking cool jacket. <laughs> and I can never be serious in it. I tried. <laughs> oh, I love that. And I love, yeah, clothes, certain clothes make feel like magic. They and and they never go out of style, right? Like <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you have it on too. Yeah. Someone inspired me in the group. I'm going, I'm going to put my jacket on. Susanna? Nice. You're muted? Yes, thank you. I'm unmuting right now. So I'm actually trying to um, start everything in pencil and then I watercolor it in. Oh, neat. Um, well, I do do it. It's, it's just because I haven't been mastering Procreate very quickly. Oh, yay, Susan Marks. Hi. Sometimes it's really nice to draw on paper, actually. <laughs> you know, I do love being off screen. Um, it's really, especially Friday night ritual, like mm -hmm. this one, which is a Friday night ritual. I just, I do love that experience. I get a lot of surprises. So this is um, pandemic where for the 2% of the population that is immunocompromised, one, Zoom shirt, a shirt with a flattering neckline to remind the world and yourself you are alive, alive, alive. <laughs> Number two, super spendy Telfar handbag I couldn't afford but splurged on and ended up using to, oh, I can't read this backward. This is the, the super spendy nice. handbag. I, I wipe it down with um, Clorox wipes just so that I can keep it clean and, and sterilized. <laughs> it's the bag I use outside. And so it's, um, for, can you read it? Like, um, I don't know how to make it forward. Uh, I mean, it's okay. Uh, you um, gave, I'll read oh, it. Words okay. <laughs> on ended up using to store my stash of N95s, one of which I gave to an unvaccinated Lyft and Uber driver douchebag. <laughs> That's very generous of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also wanted to um, not not incur any additional risk than mm -hmm. what I was already taking on once she began bragging about being unvaccinated throughout the whole pandemic. Um, I figured some of these could have more stories I could elaborate on, like the Uber yeah. driver. I mean, you could do just a whole thing on the handbag and the Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I, I had actually posted on um, Instagram about it and about a kind of moral conundrum that it brought up. Um, what, how many stars do you give a driver? And do you tip a driver who 
brags about being unvaccinated halfway through your ride. And um, yeah, I got some interesting input. So number three is the on-trend puffy jackets for your adventure cats who you take to the park to interact with open spaces. And this is an attempt to draw the Chewy website where they actually show how it looks on cats. <laughs> that will be my tuxedo cat with the gold jackets. And then this was trying to, uh, number four is attempt to manifest the perfect shade of lipstick to pair with the perfect headband that people will never see unless they're willing to take a COVID test before meeting me. That's not very well described, but I'm sort of trying to allude to the idea that colors are different on screen yeah, right. than in real life. Well, I love the color of your headband and I, I love that you're <laughs> wearing you. it and it's great for Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Um, I really appreciate it, Tristan, you saying that you didn't uh, originally draw and that you actually write. And so it gave me permission to just be here. <laughs> oh yeah, have all the permission. Anyone can, anyone can do this. If I can do it, you can definitely do it. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. So, um, so I wrote about life is good shirts. Um, and uh, what did I write? I needed a hat to cover my bald head and I needed inspiration and hope. So this is the fleece beanie and the fleece hat I got and the first shirt. Oh, wow. And I wore the hats to every chemo. I wore the shirt to every chemo. One shirt became many, many more shirts and pajamas. And after cancer, I had tons of life is good. Oh, that's so lovely. <laughs> and then, after a while, they became the only clothes I wore, uh, even when I wasn't working, and sometimes even when I was. And then over here, I wrote, it looks like a dress, right? And uh, just add leggings and boots. <laughs> and then over here, 18 years later, it's still all I wear, especially right now. Um, I think I might forget my life is good if I stop. I lose a lot of things, but I still have both those hats. I've had to replace the shirt and the pajamas though. Oh, wow. That's amazing, Kathy. I, that's, I, I love that story and I love the sentiment behind it and the shirt, it, everything. <laughs> that's lovely. Thank, thank you. you. I, wouldn't have, I would not have written that without this. So thank, no, you. thank you for sharing it. How about our friend, Michelle? And it was my turn. Hi. Um, Hi. I, I took a bunch of the prompts. So um, <laughs> it's hard to see this, but this is a golden gown that I really wanted to buy, but I couldn't bring myself to pay, pay about $2,000. <laughs> it was called a swim gown, a gold snake swim gown. Also, they only had it in like size two at the place <laughs> in um, the garment district. And even though we were gonna have a pool party instead of a dance party at our wedding, I was like, I can't do it. So, but I still regret it. Now you have it in a way. Yeah, exactly. 
um, this is the um, this is the sweatshirt I did buy in high school, even though I never bought anything full price. I was like, this is too cool because not only did it have every planet, it had um, the outer planets on the back. So Uranus was, of course, <laughs> near the bottom. Um, this has become my trademark. I bought it. I broke my yard sale rule to never buy textiles at yard sales. And now everybody always asks me, did you make it? I always have to say no. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this is like, it's really hard to dry polka dots with mm -hmm. markers. So um, similar to the daisy dress that someone mentioned earlier, this has daisy fringe on it. And I loved it so much. It has pockets, it's vintage. It fit me just right. And a friend said, you should wear that to your first book talk. And I wore it so much that um, I never made a book and now it's destroyed. So I worked oh. to death. <laughs> I, those are all great. I love it. And I love all the colors you use too. And yeah, that gold swim gown. Oh, I've... it's hard to dry gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just blown away. Thank you. Thanks. Do we have time for one more, Teresa? Sure. Yeah. Why don't we do one more? Thank you for everyone who's. Has up, stayed. I'm gonna. Um, yeah. I'm putting back in chat the the tags. So we hope that you'll share on Instagram with these tags or on the uh, Solid Mighty Network site. I'll just do this very quick. Um, I always was fascinated with Lucille Ball and her tiny waist. Can you see that? Okay. Mm, yeah. Because no. Because it's very dark here. Can you see it? No, I can't. Not, see it. not you. Oh, we, um, yeah, we can see like it. Like with a tiny waist and um, and her big skirt. And she also, I remember this well. She wore these really pointy breasts and then pants with that skirt around the pants that was open, and then she'd be smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and so I just found those very amazing. Wondering how you could ever wear that. And one day I walked by a store and I saw. A dress and I bought it and it's never left my closet because I've oh. never worn it though so it sits there oh <laughs> actually I showed it hanging up but it's really just in a ball in a box <laughs> <laughs> well it's lovely and and I I you know that first panel especially like that it, at a glance you can tell it's Lucille Ball's clothing and so you've done a great job in depicting it <laughs> Someone tried the skirt over the pants thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Teresa. Thank you. Um, okay, <laughs> I guess back to me. Thank you so much, everyone, for drawing along with me and for sharing your, um, your comics. And if you didn't have a chance to share and you still wanna share, please do share on social media. Um, uh, we we just put our handles on on um, on the chat there already, and uh, I hope you continue. Actually, you know you've told some really beautiful stories, and um, yeah, clothing kind of brings something out in us. It brings it, you know all these memories and these sentiments, and and so um, I hope you keep making work about clothes. And uh, I'll see you at the next workshop <laughs> as an attendee. Uh, thanks thank again for, so much, for spending time with us. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank, Bye. You. thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you. This is my second workshop with you, Teresa. Oh, is it the the movie one last year? Oh, great. Oh, yes, the movie one. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, post the Instagrams again. Um, Here's my Instagram. By Teresa Wong. Yeah, by underscore Teresa Wong. And then uh, the saw one is at Comics Workshop. Um, And you have to have an at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. See you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Michael. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Michael. Thank Bye. you so much. Thank you to Saw. Thank you, Canada. Canada. <laughs>